world, this is the Fanatic Podcast. I'm Parker Gerlecki, a.k.a. the Fanatic, and with me as always is my broadcast partner, Dad, a.k.a. Ryan Gerlecki. I've got a passion for all things sports. So, on the Fan and Fanatic Podcast, we'll talk to anyone and everyone from all over the world of sports who will sit still long enough to answer my questions. That's right. Now, as a result of complications from severe brain damage at birth, unfortunately, Parker will never be able to physically play sports. But that cannot and has never stopped him from loving everything about sports and dreaming of a career in broadcasting. So each of our guests graciously gives of their time on this podcast to invest in Parker's dream and to help him be part of the sports world he loves so dearly. Now, let's play ball! Welcome back, Fanatic Addicts, to the Fan and Fanatic Podcast. It's my absolute honor to introduce my guest today, Mr. Nathan Trout. So, Mr. Trout, why don't you start off by... Sorry, hold on. Mr. Trout, please tell everyone... Bleh, Mr. Trout, please tell everyone who you are, where you're from, and your connection to the world of sports. Yeah, how you doing, man? I really appreciate you having me on your show. This is awesome. Um, I'm glad we got connected. Uh, a little bit about me. I, I played, I'm from uh, Merritt Island, Florida, or Cocoa, Florida. And I played football at a high school here, got recruited, and I went up to Syracuse University and played up at Syracuse University in the late 90s. We call it the, uh, I like to call it the Nathan Trout era, but most people know it as the, the Don McNabb era. Wait. Um, yes, sir. You played with the Donovan McNabb? The, the Donovan McNabb, four so years. You could be, so, so you could like hit up, you, you could be on your phone and, and hit up Donovan McNabb and be like, oh. yo, Mr. McNabb, I was just on a podcast and a, and the, a sports podcast and the, and the host would like to interview you. Absolutely. Was, I can, I can try to make that happen for I, you. I'm sorry. I, I, I always <laughs> do this. I ask my guests for more guests, but anyways, <laughs> but yeah. So hey, I'm used to it. Like I said, it was a Nathan Trout era, but most people know it's a Don McNabb era. So. I can appreciate that. Yes. So, uh, so, so anyways, so did you go pro by any chance or did you? I, I didn't go to the NFL. I had a bunch of tryouts after, um, but I did play arena ball for a few years. My last ah. year was with the Orlando Predators. Mm, um, yes, the Predators. And I, yes, and I played in uh, Charleston, uh, South Carolina for the Charleston Swamp Fox for a few years. And then with the Predators, I had a bunch of tryouts out of school. Um, nothing ever panned out. So I came back to Florida and unfortunately had to go to work. And work's a little bit overrated. I'd rather been playing football for sure. So when did you play with the Predators? Uh, it was probably 2002. Mm, probably yes. a little bit before you were born, I would imagine. So question, are you familiar with the war on I-4? The war on I-4, the traffic every day? No. Or are you talking about the Tampa Bay light or the Tampa Bay and the Orlando Predators? Mm, I'm talking about the Storm versus Predators arena football yes. rivalry. I, I am familiar with that. Yes. Mm. So what position? So actually, did you the, oh. the, the current, sorry, the current kicker for the Predators is a friend of mine as well. He's from our area. So maybe we can um, get him on your show as well someday. Anyone in the, within the sports world would be fine. Yeah. But anyways, we're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about you. <laughs> so what position did you play, Mr. Trout? I, I was a place kicker at Syracuse. So I'm going to tell a quick story. Okay. So a guy that I know 
His last name was Calamari, and as you know, or is Calamari, and as you know, Calamari is fried squid, and so his nickname yeah. growing up was Squidly Diddly, and your last name <laughs> is Trout. Did you yes. have a? Did you have? A, did, were you teased by your like with by your like? Were you teased for your last name growing up? Uh, a little bit. Most of the people called me uh, Fish, so a lot of the guys I played with called me Fish. Um, it seems they like stuck with me over the years. So. But nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. I did have a, a fan club in college who brought uh, dead, dead trout to the games, and they got in trouble for leaving the trout after all the games. So they banned them from coming into the games after that. But I had my my, my fifteen minutes of a fan club for about four games my senior year. It was pretty awesome. So it just so happens that the guy who connected us was one Mister Joey Backstein, and yes. you and I'm sure you know, but he played football at Duke. Yeah, he he kind of played football, dude. He was on the team, yes. Did you? Did he? Were you in hit? Were were you? Were were you in at Syracuse the same time he was at Duke? Yeah. So Joey and I graduated high school together. Joey is one of my very best friends of my life. Um, I love Joey like a brother. He uh, Joey. What people don't know about Joey is he was a parade all American in high school. So his five offers. Uh, coming out of high school were Michigan State, University of Florida, Florida State, Duke, and Miami, all premier level, you know, colleges. Uh, Joey was a heck of a high school player. It was unfortunate he had so many injuries in college. I always felt bad for him. But in the end, he got his college degree from Duke, and I don't know, there's not a lot of guys that did that. So um, I think he's certainly happy with his decision to go to college there. So did he actually play on the team, or was he just yeah. – No, he did. He was a uh, – he. He got hurt. I don't know if Joey talked to you much, but he got injured a lot. Um, he, uh, he unfortunately he got he had a lot of surgeries with different injuries, which happens obviously in football. He was one of those guys that that was unfortunate with that sense, but he stuck with the program and he graduated from Duke. And uh, um, you know, I follow Joey closely. I actually went to visit him a couple times at Duke. Uh, we had some great times there. So, uh, are, are, I assume you're in Florida as we speak. Yes, sir. About three miles from the beach. So, uh, where in Florida do you live? I live in Cocoa, Florida, which is east of Orlando, close to the coast. Mm-hmm. So, what made you choose Syracuse University? Uh, that's a great question. I was getting recruited. I was a, 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 an All-American out of high school, and it just, you know, this is back before the internet, right? So, we didn't have, like, you have the ability to look up the internet and look up names. So Syracuse, I went on a visit, and they played in the dome, the Carrier Dome. Yep, and which is now I the JMA really, Wireless Dome, if, yeah, I remember, JMI, if I remember correctly. Correct. Yes, they definitely made some improvements, but um, it just seemed like a great fit for myself. And uh, so I went up there and had a great time. You know, the first time I ever saw snow was in Syracuse. Um, and it didn't stop snowing for five years, so <laughs> um, I was happy to get back to Florida after that. Tony Dungy, he was a Syracuse guy, right? I don't know if Tony does. I know um, the old coach from the uh, Giants. I'm having a brain fart right now. The uh, won the Super Bowl. Um, would Joe you know Judge? Who that is? No, the old coach, the guy who was the Super Bowl coach when Eli Manning won the Super Bowl with him. Um, anyways, he was from Syracuse. Tony Dungy, I think he might have coached there one year or two back in the 70s and 80s. Oh, uh, but oh. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. 
never mind. So, yeah. uh, do you remember playing against Houston? Because as a matter of, like, in the, um, in the bowl game, I think it was. Yep. Which bowl game was it? It was the Liberty Bowl. So it just so happened that the guy who we who we who we previ- who we interviewed um the other day um you do you do you did you get to connect with any of the Houston players? I'll 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 tell you his name and I'll and you'll see if and I'll will you let me know if it rings a bell, Mr. Charlie uh, Jordan. I don't know Charlie. Um, I don't remember many of the guys I met from Houston. I remember their their running back was uh, Antoine um, Highsmith, maybe or something like that. He was a very talented running back. Um, but we, we, uh, we had a great game that, that day and, uh, came out very successful after that game. And that, that was a great city. Memphis was an awesome city to play in. So, so as you know, Syracuse's mask, the mascot for SU is a giant orange. Has it always been like that? A giant orange? It has been, um, as far as I know. Now, a fun fact about Syracuse, their original colors were blue and pink. The late 80, late 1800s, early 1900s. Um, and then they changed the orange, I don't know, some years after that. But, yeah, it's been the Orangeman uh, for years and years and years. It's actually the orange now, so it's got to be politically correct with it. But it used to be the Orangeman. Um, do, you, do, you, do you go to, like, are, do you go to the SU games? I do. Um, are you a season ticket can, holder at SU? I'm not a season ticket holder, but I try to go up as much as possible. The kicker there now is from the high school that I went to. And uh, I was able to connect them him with Syracuse a couple years ago. And he's a starting kicker for them now. Um, Brady Denenberg's his name. And uh, so, yeah, he's, he's still around. So I try to get up there as much as possible and see him play. May I ask you a question? Do you remember when, when Villanova played Boston College, I think it was, a few years ago, and Villanova scored, that, scored a touchdown off that fake punt? And I believe the guy that scored the touchdown was Amir Abdul. No, um, Amir, uh, um, something Abdul Rahman, I think. I, I don't remember that play. No. Never don't mind then. That. Never mind. <laughs> N- never mind. Never. It just popped. What about this? Do you remember when? Do you do you remember when Syracuse played? Like back when Sir, back in the, the in the Big East days of Syracuse, and Syracuse played at Cincinnati, I believe it was, and Cincinnati scored that, and um, Cincinnati did that jump pass and. Because, like, the reason why I'm telling you this is, so you know Travis Kelsey? Yeah, I know Travis Kelsey, yes. The guy who probably who probably will well, only last five years, like a, like a few months with Taylor Swift, like knowing Taylor Swift's track record with guys. But anyways, my well, point that's is... That's really Taylor Swift's boyfriend, right? It's not really Travis Kelsey anymore. But, but anyways, <laughs> my, my point is, do you remember how, like, one of the greatest plays in college football was a, was a jump pass in that, Sy- in that Syracuse-Cincinnati game? That Cincinnati yeah. score, that Travis Kelsey... I mean, no, Travis Kelsey scored? Yeah, that was a little bit after me. But yeah, that was... I do remember that, that game for sure. Mm-hmm. And that play. But I did not know that was Travis Kelsey. So that's an interesting uh, fact for me. So out of all your experiences, what was the greatest moment or memory? Um, honestly, I think the greatest thing, I was the first kicker in Syracuse University history that was voted captain. And uh, that was an aw- awesome accomplishment for myself, just to have that kind of, uh, I guess, a relationship with my peers and my teammates. Um, so that was probably my best memory of being at Syracuse. And obviously the guys in the locker room and, and the fun you have, the games are just icing on the cake, you know? The experience around the games 
and everything that you go through day on day in and day out of college and being part of a program like that is really what makes it all worth it. So when you see, so every time you saw Sir out of the orange coming out of the tunnel, when you came out of the tunnel at, at SU, did that bring back memories from Florida? Like, for, like, did, does that remind you of Florida? Because you know Florida uh, is very orange ridden, and by or sorry, because Florida's got a lot of oranges, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the state fruit, right, or the state whatever. Yeah. So it was coincidental that I went to a school that had the orange. So is that actually a is that please? So I assume so. Like as you know, you know, like in, like in real life, you wouldn't want to eat a fluffy orange. No, you don't want. Is Otto the orange like? Is he like actually? Is he basically just a fluffy orange, or is he just or like? Is he actually (laughs) an orange, or is he just a or is he just a big orange blob that they call an orange? He's just a big orange blob. Runs around and and makes fun of people and has a great time at the games. We should totally go up to SU together and meet. Oh, meet Otto. I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to see what he looked like in person. Me, you, and Joey. Let's go. Oh yeah. But anyways, uh, definitely not against Duke because, you know, that would be torture for Mr. Joey. How about we go, like, okay, so anyways, did you ever, so I assume, so, sorry, I assume that most of the stadiums you played in were, were outside stadiums. So my question, so here's my next question. Do you like, do you prefer like an indoor stadium, like the Carrier Dome or the JMA Wireless Dome, or, or do you like outdoor stadiums better? Obviously, the the dome um, it doesn't have the wind as a kicker, and that benefits you. But the biggest difference for me was playing on grass or uneven surfaces compared to turf. If I was on turf outside, I was fine. It's the grass because every grass field is a little bit different. And you would think in college that every grass field was pristine Bermuda grass, but that wasn't really the case. Um, we played on some really bad surfaces over the years, but. If I was on turf, it was fine. And obviously, you don't have the weather to worry about. I was a Florida boy, and I went to Pittsburgh one year, and it was snowing the whole game. And, you know, I didn't grow up in that stuff, so that was a difficult game to to play in. Mm. Um, Speaking of domes, did did you ever get to play in the Metrodome in Minnesota? I, I did, the old Metrodome. Yes, I did play in that. Did you ever notice that they they literally relied on the air pressure to hold the roof up? Yeah, yeah, no, I did that. And uh, the other cool thing about the Metrodome was the, the obviously the uh, Twins were still playing there. And it was where they had the base paths, the bases, they just put turf over it. And it was this big dip in the fields. So that was the big complaint at the time. Ah, um, just like, I believe just that, 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 that was just like the Oakland Coliseum. Because do you remember when the, the Las Vegas Raiders played in Oakland and you would yeah. watch the games? Like, and like they would, like, if you were like, so did you, have you ever, I assume, like, have you ever seen the, like, like, you know, so like if you've seen the, the field, like the old, from the old Oakland Coliseum, like when the, where the, where the, when the Raiders used to play there, like, yep. if a Raiders home game was on television, you would see kind of like the, the, um, the, the, the diamond, if you will. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And they played a little bit on the infield. May I ask you a question? You can ask so me any are question you, you are, you familiar, are you familiar with the, the tribute, the, the song played by the USC marching Trojans called Tribute to Troy? 
you know, so one of our pre our previous guests said that they literally that that like they literally played that song every single down, like first down, yeah. the same song, second down, the same song, third down, the same song, fourth down, the same song, touchdown. You would play. They, they play the fight song. I mean, at least. Don't play the same. Like, why would you play the same two songs over and over again? You know. Obviously, but anyway, to bother the opponents. Mm-hmm. So, so here's a two-part question for you. Your okay. favorite stadium that you visited as a fan? Unbiased opinion. Uh, by far the University of Michigan. So uh, we we the played there, house. and you know the quarterback of that team was a guy named Tom Brady. And uh, he, he ended up being a pretty good football player. Um, but we beat him pretty bad, and we played at the big house. And that was the, that was the largest crowd in, in NCAA history when we played there. And we had Don McNabb. And then the next week, they played Michigan State and broke that record. But still, uh, it was 111,000 people that we played Wait, the next of. week, Michigan played Michigan State and broke that record? Or Yep. So we had 111,000 at our game which was the largest crowd in NCAA history at the time, and then they broke it the next week. But for one week, I was on the team that did that. So what's Dino Babers up to nowadays? Do you know? Oh, uh, I don't even know. I don't see that he's even coaching, but would you coach? You're making a couple million dollars to sit at home? I mean, I mean, I mean, honestly, no, I don't know. But anyways, second part of the question, your favorite stadium that you've played in, again, oh, did I already ask that part? Oh, again, unbiased opinion, favorite stadium that you've played in. Yeah, I would say, I mean, the Michigan one's big, but you know the other one that was really cool was the mm-hmm. uh, University of Oklahoma. Um, oh, just yes. with the tradition there. It wasn't a real fancy stadium. Um, the locker rooms were really bad. It was small. It was like still from like the 1950s almost. But the history behind it was really cool, I thought. And uh, it was like really original. The old – all the stuff was, was – really vintage and things like that. So can I ask you a question about the, about Syracuse, like, and they're like, um, the, and, and they're like conference history. So I believe, so, so first they were, so like in the, like, I believe back in the 1990s, they were, they were in the conference USA and then they went to the, um, the, 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 uh, the big East conference. And then they went to the ACC. Yeah, I don't know what they were before the big East, but they were in the big East in the late eighties all the way through, to whenever 2000 and whatever, to when they joined the ACC. Um, I only played in the Big East. So we were in the Big East the whole time I was there. Um, I'm not sure what they had before that, uh, before the Big East. So do you, so was Louisville ever at the American Conference or were they? I think they were prior. They were in the Big East as well, but they joined the Big East after I left. Um, so anyways, do you ever get, do you get nervous before kicks? And then what was your longest kick or best? Uh, kick? I, I always uh, get nervous, you know, I mean, I think that's part of it, but you got to learn to control your emotions. But my longest kick well, in college was the university of Miami. I kicked a 51 yarder, um, in high school, which Joey would know. I kicked a couple 54 yarders in high school. Um, so those are my longs in games. Did you ever play against Doug Flutie? Probably the greatest ACC football player of all time. I mean, understatement. I'm not that old. 
you're really aging me. I'm only 46. Doug Flutie's like 90. Or maybe fifty five. For real? Was it? Was it? Didn't he play in the? Didn't he play college football in like the nineties or no? The eighties? The late ninety five to ninety nine. I was there. He played in like the late eighties, maybe. So he's probably he's probably no. You're good. He's probably like seven or eight years older than me. So maybe fifty three, fifty four. But you know, Doug Flutie's from the area. I'm I'm around. I'm in. We see him around town all the time. Did Syracuse and Duke play each other when you when you and Joey were on the teams? Like when you were on Syracuse and Do- Joey was on Duke? No, we never played. They were in the ACC at the time. We were in the Big East. And then we didn't go to the ACC till later on. So Duke and Syracuse play each other now, obviously. Um, or they, they can play each other. They haven't. They've been in separate sides of the conference. But um, they did play. Joey, Duke did beat us several years ago now, but. I think they've only played once since we joined the ACC. So, do you have a game? Have you ever made a game-winning kick? I have. In in college, I didn't have the opportunity to. Um, in high school, I did. In college, I did have a kick against Tennessee. Um, the year they won the national championship, I kicked a field goal with like two minutes left to put us up, and then they went down the field and kicked the field goal. So he ruined my moment. Um. <laughs> But uh, that was the closest one I had to kicking a game winner in college. So what is your favorite tradition at Syracuse? Uh, I think that people underestimate the history that Syracuse has. So we had Jim Brown, Ernie Davis, who was the first African-American to ever win the Heisman. Jim Brown's arguably one of the greatest football players of all time. Um, if you really look at people in the in the Hall of Fame, Syracuse is one of the top programs that has more people in the Hall of Fame than any other school. Now, they're not first, but they're like in the top five-ish. And uh, so some people don't look at it like that. But the history that we have at the school is unreal. And people undervalue that, I think. They just think of Syracuse in the last 20 years. But if you really go back to the history of the last 80 years, we've had a tremendous football program and tremendous pride in it. So here's another two-part question for you. Who has the most obnoxious fans? Oh, West Virginia, by far. I don't think they have anything else to do. And half of them, um, I'm not sure they brush their teeth or anything like that. And they throw oranges at you, and they're really rude. And they have a lot of pride in their West Virginia school. Can I ask you another question? When when you played against West Virginia, did West Virginia have a guy on their team by the name of Mark Bulger, the quarterback? Oh, yeah, the quarterback. Absolutely. Mark, you know Mark Bulger? I mean, I just I played against him. But, yeah, oh, he yeah. beat us once. We good beat him friend. a few times, though. He's a good friend of mine. Oh, good. Hey, wait, wait, Tell Mark wait. I said hi. Okay, and then here's the next part of the question. The most hospitable fans. I would say the Michigan fans. The Michigan fans were so nice. I mean, we just beat the tar out of them. And and they were like the nicest fans after the game. Great game. And when we went to West Virginia and we beat them up pretty bad, they were throwing stuff at us. And it was a mess. But the the, the Michigan fans, I thought, were, were some of the best fans we played with or against, I should say. So what was the best advice a coach and or mentor ever gave you? Um, I think the best advice I ever had was from the equipment manager at Syracuse. And he just said, you can only do what you can do, right? Just do it to the best of your ability. So don't try to mimic, you know, somebody that might have a little bit stronger leg. If, if my, if I was, which I was a very accurate kicker back then, 
I just try to be as accurate as I possibly could or just kick it as far as I could, but try, not try to mimic, um, you know, other people or other other kickers, I would say. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. So do you have a sporting event that is on your bucket list? Uh, the Super Bowl. Never been. I would love to go one day. You might want to make that plus and, one a plus two. Sorry. I, um, and and um, the Super Bowl. And I've always wanted to take my dad to watch the finals of a 100-meter yard dash at the Olympics. He's a big track guy, and that's something we always watched as a kid. Uh, but for me personally, it's the Super Bowl. So, yeah. So, our other guest, that was what our other guest said. And our purpose, our goal of this podcast is to work Radio Row of the Super Bowl. So, I told him that, that, we, that we would make that a plus one. So, we'll have to make the plus one a plus two. So, hopefully. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Perfect. So, 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 what pro team do you cheer for? Oh, the Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles, fly, right. Eagles, fly, on the road to victory, fly, Eagles, fly, score a touchdown, one, two, three, hit them low, hit them high, and watch our Eagles fly, fly, Eagles, fly, on the road to victory, come on now, E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles, I don't suppose yeah. you've heard of the Philly specials, you know, the... Have you seen, have you, so you know, like some of the Philadelphia, like Eagles, like offensive line, they, they released the Christmas album. I believe it was yeah. M- Mulata, yeah, right. some other dude and some, and Jason Kelsey, I think. Right. The Philly so specials I, was their name. Yeah. My daughter actually is a Jason Kelsey fan now because Taylor Swift, you know, dates his brother. So now she's a Kelsey fan. So she sent me the album. So yeah, she, she's all about the Eagles and Jason Kelsey now. Can I, can I, can I say, can I, I I believe I speak for all the Atlanta Falcons fans when I say this. Thank you for beating Tom Brady in Super Bowl 52. Yeah. Were you, were you you watching that game? Oh yeah. Big, big party to watch it. My whole family, we're, we're all Eagles fans. So it was a big, big deal for us. So do you, is there a difference between playing arena football versus college football? Yeah, obviously it's it's played indoors, or I, I mean, I played indoors in college, but it's on a small field, and uh, the goalposts are a lot smaller. But the action of it is pretty neat. I had a great time playing arena ball, um, and back then you actually made decent money. They don't really make as much money now, um, but it used to be a lot bigger, you know, back in the early two thousands when I was playing. So, any other story? I mean, any other stories you think our listeners would like to know? Um, let me think. So I had a chance to play with Marvin Harrison. Um, Wait, who, the Marvin who, Harrison? The Marvin Harrison, who was a pretty good uh, wide receiver for the Colts for years. You mean you mean he who holds the record for something? Yeah, yeah that guy. The mean, and fame. also he who um, who is the who is the the who you mean he who is the paternal the paternal forebearer of the great of probably one of the greatest college football players of all of modern day college football Marvin Harrison Jr. That Marvin oh, yeah. Harrison, that Marvin Harrison. I don't know Marvin as well as I know Don. I played with Don four and a half years, but Marvin I only played a half you know one season with. I was redshirted. So the cool thing with Marvin is I was I was when I was kicking when I came in. 
um, Lindo Mare was the kicker at Syracuse. So I redshirted that year. And Marvin, I would play scout team, and I would always be marking Marvin. And obviously, I, you- I was – yeah, obviously I was a kicker, and he was, you know, a Hall of Fame wide receiver. So he made me look really bad. I thought I was a decent athlete until I, I had to play against him, and then I realized I wasn't really that good of an athlete. Can I ask a stupid question? Did Marvin Harrison play college football at Syracuse? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he played – I played on the team with him, yep. He was an All-American at Syracuse. I'm sorry. I I know you just said that, but I, I yeah, uh, okay. you know, but you know what they say, ignorance is bliss. Speaking of which, <laughs> do you, did you see that like Todd Bowles press conference before the Lions Bucks game and the, where the reporter yeah. asked how the weather would be a factor? I mean, the, I mean, come on lady. You're, are you, are you, that lady probably must've been taking the Mickey if you know what I mean. I don't know. You know, everyone gets nervous, right? Maybe she was just nervous. Maybe it's her first time doing an interview or whatever. I don't know. But anyways, but I thought so, Todd Bowles handled it very well, though. Yeah, he. She, yeah. Anyways, so on this podcast, we are all sports fanatics. So our our last question we ask. Sorry, the last question we ask as a fan: What do you think is the all time greatest moment in sports? Uh, well, you got the Philly special, right? The one uh-huh. when Nick Foles scored. But I think one I'm going to go back to as a kid was when Franco Harris caught the pass that flick that ricocheted off the other player and he ran it in. And the only reason I'm going back to that play is, is because that was my dad's favorite play of all time. And Franco Harris, he was one of his favorite players, even though he didn't play for the Eagles. But, um, that play alone, I, I mean, it really revolutionized Franco Harris uh, as a player. Can I ask you another question? What is your opinion on the Philly fanatic? You know that that weird thing that supposed that weird like creature that's supposed to be a bird, but I do not see the bird. That does not look like a bird. That looks like one of those like extraterrestrials that you would see in like the the sci fi movies. I love them. Check this out. Um, uh, tell me, that, does that look like a bird to you? Because I do not it's see a that. Bird. It is not. That does not look like a bird. That looks like one of those like weird, like demented, like I don't know. <laughs> Unless like, like whoever there, who whoever drew that thing or designed the costume, obviously had no idea what a bird looks like. You know. I don't see him. Well, that's... I don't see the beak, and I don't see the feathers, and I don't see the wings. Well, you know, that's what – but you're talking about him, so he must be doing the right thing. Because if you're talking about him, it means he's interesting, and that's what it's all about, right? The mascot. Yeah, th- that, he's, inter- he's interesting me to me because he – So someone told – one of our other interviewers, they told me that he was a bird, and I was like, no way. That is <laughs> not, That does not look like a bird. Unless I don't really know uh, what he is. It, yeah. So, like, I mean, some say he's a bird from the Galapagos Islands. Others say he's, <laughs> I don't know, well, a Philly fanatic. But anyways. Uh, well, you know, sorry. Philly people Let- Philly people are kind of weird, so he kind of fits in with them, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, thank you for your, thank you for your time, Mr. Trout, sir. All right, fanatics, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Fan and Fanatic. 
Thank you for joining us and thank you for all of your support. Don't forget to follow or subscribe or whatever your podcast app says to do. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. For my broadcast partner, Ryan Grilecki, this is Parker Grilecki saying, Game, Set, Match! <laughs>